This is the TVA Podcast. TVA, Todd Van Allen. He's a comedian. I don't care if you guys don't like that joke. I fucking love it. It's a math joke. <laughs> He's an actor. He drinks Canadian. He's from Portugal. Why is he so Russian suddenly? <laughs> <laughs> He's a man in love. That you know what it is? It's a wall of awesomeness with the sound of his own voice. Double, double, please. Double, double, please. Double, double, please. You know, like, uh, double, double, please. The TVA Podcast starts now. Hello, folks, and welcome to episode 190 of the TVA Podcast. It is a pleasure to have you here. I'm Tav and Alan, your host. We're here at McVeigh's up above the pub. That's where we uh, record these things. Darcy is uh, here, our producer. How are you, PDF? I'm not going to lie to you, Todd. I'm doing pretty good. Are you? Yeah. This is, the, I think, the first in many weeks you've actually been uh, adequate. I'm slowly improving. Okay. So what's uh, what was the what was the issue now? What do you say slowly improving? Is it was it cold? Was it flu? What was going yes, on with you? Like two weeks to get okay. over that cold. I've got the, okay. It's we'll talk about our own failings again. I was uh, Elmer Fudd. I'm not so much Elmer Fudd this week. Uh, more just a little bit congested. Ian's here. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. Hey, Cinco. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know where I'm going to get a fajita tonight to celebrate, but I think we should. Uh, back on the uh, the heels of a very successful Nerdgasm show. We can talk about uh, that in a second, but I want to bring in the guest. Uh, first and foremost, uh, this gentleman here uh, is uh, he's obviously done studio work before. He's got these got the one headset on, the one can as we call it. The other one is the. Uh, I'm I'm I, I don't I don't hear well, so I do. I, you I do you do one out. Doing that, I very the last time I saw that was uh, We Are the World when someone was doing that. Really? Yeah, you, the you one should, year cock. You should watch more television. I no, <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, but this gentleman uh, is an accomplished comic, uh, a uh, fantastic actor, and uh, a guy that uh, has listened to this podcast at least once. Yes, sir. At least once. And uh, this is what I love by demand, and it's his demand, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, uh, a pleasure to have him. Chuck Byrne is here. And uh, me, it is you. Woo! It is you. Because yeah. this was this was like one of the weirdest things out of the out of the gate. Because um, when when uh, when we get like the feedback on the podcast and stuff like that, uh, very few actually asked to be on it. Uh, and and you did. This is fantastic. I guess it's after Dave Hempstead's. That means you uh, have to have me back regardless of how it goes. Absolutely. Do um, I have to watch my language? Absolutely not. Okay. Go crazy. It's the internet. Do you want to get so one out of the way? I know the internet yeah. has very strict standards on content. You want to? Uh, you want to? You want to do a trial? Uh, swing? No, no, no. I like just... to let it happen organically. Okay, all right. <laughs> I just I didn't know if you want to get if you want to go in cold. Some people like to warm up. No, 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 no. I like crap to go boobs, in. Crap out. No, no, no. Okay. Wake, wake me up at showtime. All right. Because um, you, uh, like, I've only uh, ever known you as uh, like obviously I've, I've seen your stand up. Um, and it, we very seldom because you work with the uh, yucks. Yeah, I typically don't you know see a lot of those guys until they're yeah. you know out out in other rooms and stuff. But you're one of the guys that I always see you at um, at auditions and stuff. And so I'm just starting to audition now a little bit, and uh, I just recognize you as like fuck. There's that guy. Like there's no way I'm gonna get this part because fucking Chuck Burns here. Oh, like, you see, well, well, rest assured mm. that Chuck Burn is sitting there mm-hmm. watching somebody like um, uh, Johnny Guardhouse or Christian Potenza show up. And I'm thinking, fuck, there's no way I'm, there's getting, no way I'm this. getting this. But when I walk out into a room of those people. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, and then it's like, well, it's, forget it's, me. It's, it's the funny thing about Toronto is you show up in an audition and you, and you see like, you know, all the guys, the Canadian right. tire guy, uh-huh. and the bats blue guy, and right. the, this guy and the, that guy. And Do you remember the cat guy? Do you remember the, the yeah. guy who played, um, whiskers, whiskers and laser hat? Or whatever. Yeah. What was the name of the cat? I always, we, we Stanley? Stanley or something? Was it Stanley? I, I'm Let's say it was Stanley. Stanley. Immaterial to the story. I went to an audition and he was there. He was there. And I'm like, okay, weird, because he's really kind of, I would say, typecast at this point, because everyone's just going to go, it's the cat guy. Um, oh, yeah, but I mean. But then my question is, uh, what am I in for? Like, what role is it that we're both considered to be part of that? Because we'll have him, and I think the same day Boyd Banks showed up. And I'm like, okay, so what do they see in my headshot that needs to have? Well, me sometimes here? when sometimes when comics show up, what they're really looking for is a script. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you see forty comics sitting in the waiting room, yeah, and and you look at the script and it's a bunch of kind of talk about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> what they're what they're looking I for what that more was. than anything is yeah. is a script mm-hmm. without so much. Of a writing fee mm-hmm. attached to it, right? Because <laughs> really, what they're looking because that really uh, that blew me away. Like the first time, I was like, "Talk about carrots." Okay, we're done. 
And that's okay. Yeah. That's just, okay. That's Man funny. says parenthetically. <laughs> but no, I guess that makes sense because yeah, like a lot absolutely. of these ones they do, they make you come in and improvise because they always think comics are good at improvising. Well, the, that's their, that's we're their paid thought. To, we're paid to talk out loud, generally yeah. speaking. Mm-hmm. So, all right, fella. Okay. How do you feel about Have corn chips? Yeah. How do you feel about <laughs> corn chips? I enjoy corn chips. Yeah. I, I'd like to know. I'm curious about what makes them curl. Uh-huh. Is that the big question for you on corn chips? I, I just want to know the first one that popped into I, my head. I want to know what what it is about them that just makes me want to eat an entire bag of them at once, Fat and then I'll content. never eat them again. Fat content is that is that all it is? Fat content and salt. That's why people like me so much. Fat uh-huh. content. Fat content. <laughs> yeah. Is there a lot of that in your act now? No, there's a lot of that in me. <laughs> uh, there, there used to be. That was yeah. my first act because really? I was I was much bigger than I am currently, as I'm sure everybody listening on the internet can tell. Right. Um, <laughs> Uh, and that was my first act as, as yeah. when I, when I, the first 25 minute act that I wrote mm-hmm. was fat, fat joke heavy. Right. Fat joke heavy. If, if you, ha- if, if, if I'd say it was more than 50%. Mm-hmm. Now, but it was the easiest stuff to write. Of course. Cause that's, you're writing what you know. You're, you're writing the stuff that's close to you. I, I was going nowhere with my Hasidic Jew material. Right. <laughs> Cause people were looking at me <laughs> going, going, really? Why is he doing that? Kind of look like a fat Irish guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm amazed that it didn't play for you. The ball cap, possibly. Now, here's the thing, too, because the first time I ever saw you, it wasn't even on stage or anything like that. It was like, I think one of the first commercials that you did, or certainly the first that I ever saw, was like uh, where you were terrorizing Pop-Tarts. Toaster Strudel. Toaster Strudel, whatever it was. You know, they paid paid me a fair amount of money for that, and Uh I feel so bad. Because everyone just thinks Pop-Tarts now. Everybody still thinks of me as as the Pop-Tart guy. The Pop-Tart guy. That, That commercial... Um, there are people in Canada that have my face permanently etched into their brainstem mm-hmm. because it ran continuously mm-hmm. for three years. And, yeah. uh, and in Canada, that means it's on pretty much every station you're getting. Yep. And, uh, it's on, it was on heavy on any station that kids watched. Right. Now that commercial was over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and, but as a result, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of Canadians out there between the age of about, uh, I'd say 18 to 26 who just, they, they see me mm-hmm. and they don't know why. Yeah. But, but they, they know, know me. They know me. Where did you? It's just permanently burnt in because yeah. the whole thing was close up of me staring at right into the, ca- it was, yeah. yeah, it was funny. Yeah. It's and good. it's nice. And residuals are nice. I finally got a residual check myself. I was like, wow, that's money for nothing. I'll take well, that. Well, it isn't money for nothing. You did the initial work, but well, then keep you, in, you don't know keep, how long keep it's going to go. Keep in mind, I've had people stop their cars in traffic, get out, and bang on my window going, Pop-Tart guy! Pop-Tart guy! <laughs> and you're, Toaster you, Strudel! Toaster Strudel! Well, you should no, get you, a I, check I, for that. Yes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's that's worth, you know, $483 mm-hmm. every 13 weeks. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> so let's talk about this like when you're going to do stand-up, because I know... Um, uh, when Levi McDougal yes. goes to do stand up now, because he is all over the the poor uh, the poor guy who can't get reception in the Rogers commercial. Yeah, um, the first three to five minutes of his act, anytime he needs to go anywhere, is dealing with that. Do you have to do the same? Do you still find people go oh, like no. pop tar guy? No, 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 no. No, I usually, I mean, um, if you've got something that's on air, sometimes um, somebody will bring it up, right? Um, if you don't bring it up yourself, oftentimes they won't. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, the, the best part about being on any form of television, certainly it, in my experience, is everybody who uh, approaches you is happy to see you. Yeah. Um, the people <laughs> who thought you were crap uh-huh. aren't going to take the time out of their day to walk up and go, hey, you were crap in that commercial. Yeah. Unless, <laughs> unless they really particularly you know, yeah. were offended by it in some way. And and nothing like that ever gets on television anyway. I wonder how the cat guy is dealing with it. Because I know a lot of people who were just like, like my mom especially, was just like, oh my God, don't ever do that. I was like, well, I think I he can't wishes really... that people knew his name and you're right. not just. As opposed to cat, cat guy. guy. Yeah. 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 And I wish I knew it. Do you know the guy? Do you, no. know, do you know the gentleman in question? You see, we don't even know. We need the internet here. <sighs> Where Where's our. Uh, well, Dave brought this up last time. Where we, why don't we have the computer going at all times to answer these little yep. trivial bits of. Mm hmm. It's not like I'm doing anything. No, yeah, this is one of those. I, think, I think this is yeah. more of a topic for a production meeting. Yeah. 
you, we, we didn't have time for that, actually. We just wanted to say, hey, okay, we'll do the right. first three minutes. We'll be the production meeting. That's, I uh, saved you a lot of time going out hunting down a guest. Right? I know. I that was fantastic. <laughs> that should have been that should have been the first box ticked right there. It's like, okay, uh, who's in charge of this? Why am I – why is the talent got to deal with this? So um, which, do you, which do you find out, out of those three – Kind of pieces that you that you put together because you you do stand up, uh, you do some acting, uh, commercial and otherwise. I took a lot, but I also took a big break from acting. I took yeah? I took about three years off because I was finding it very frustrating. Now, and, all right, well, now what, what's, what's, what was the third? Well, thing? let's let's get into that, and then I'll go through the three. Okay. What was the third thing? Uh, I was going to throw in voice in there because you've done what about you were saying? Oh, I've done months? I've done very little voice. I don't have any, I don't have any kind of vast experience. With anyone voice. who does voice outside of three people does very little voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am um, on that list, but, but I don't have a. I've always thought that my voice, um, I, I, I can't do character voices. No? I can't do accents. If I do an accent for more than about five lines, it will become Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> it will. It's just, it's just, uh, it, I just, just, it's not built into me. Some guys, no. you know, some guys could do it. Some guys can't. I mean, I, I lived with, uh, Al Park yep. years ago in mm-hmm. Vancouver and, and he's a guy that he can do anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He really can. Like he, he used to like, He'd walk in from the kitchen to the living room if you were like facing mm-hmm. the other way, and he'd do somebody's voice, and you'd be like, "Why is Herb Dixon standing behind me?" <laughs> and the next question is, "Who's Herb Dixon?" <laughs> yeah, com- comedian, comedian from out west. But, but the, you know, it's one of those things where sometimes if you get the reference, you know you're the yeah. only person who got it. Exactly. <laughs> but that's how that's how I think uh, that that dropped him into CBC quite nicely. Exactly. You know, exactly. That's why that, that you know on, on Air Force it just fit, he fell right into it. It was perfe- yeah. perfect match for him. Yeah. But uh, I, I and like so anyway, I, I haven't have, done yeah. a lot of voice. Okay, the the television, um, the market in Toronto has changed vastly over the twelve years I've been here. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first got here, it was a pretty good market. Um, the Canadian dollar was at uh, seventy two cents, maybe. Brilliant. And um, and uh, people were coming up here fast and furious mm-hmm. to do to do all sorts of stuff. A lot of U.S. national ads. Mm-hmm. It was before the internet bubble burst. Um, there was a lot of stuff going on, and so early on, I I booked a lot of I booked a lot of commercials, mm-hmm. uh, I booked a lot of American series and stuff that were filmed for for USA Network mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, and um and as the dollar's gone up, and as the American economy's fallen into the toilet, the benefit the cost benefit has gone away right. in coming up here, and so the, and then it leaves the Canadian productions, which is sometimes they're going pretty good, sometimes they're they're not. It's kind mm-hmm. of a it's a little brother industry that right. we got up here, um, but as a result, all of the all of the guys that were working at the top, the guys that were doing a lot of that U.S. stuff, mm-hmm. are now they're now going to auditions that you never would have seen them at before, right. because that's just the work that's out there. Mm-hmm. So it's for for a guy like me who's you know working, but not a guy who's working all the time. <laughs> Um, it just makes it that much more difficult. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and it also, the rules that you're doing, you know, like there's, there's plenty of wonderful commercials out there, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of, I mean, I've been to 40 to 50 Tim Hortons auditions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never booked a Tim Hortons spot. Me either. So, Mm-mm. and, 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 <laughs> and that's yeah, the, I'm, that's I'm the not, holy grail in Canada. I'm not by terribly, the way. I'm not terribly upset about it. Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't matter. The, the commercials I enjoy doing are the ones where, I get to be a comedian, mm-hmm. um, where they just turn on the camera and let me and let me do something. Like yeah. I, I did a series of, well, I did one day which they broke into three commercials for cheese, where I was in a taxi mm-hmm. talking to people. Right, it was just a hidden camera thing. Enjoyed the hell out of that. I did a commercial for Bell, uh, where they basically put me on a sand trap in a golf course, handed me a phone, and I had to create a fake conversation on the phone. Right, had a lot of fun doing that. Th- those are the things that I really enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Um. But there isn't that much of that right. out there. Um, okay, so when you're doing these so, things, where and, but just, but the reason I took the break from television, right, is because I wanted to. I wanted. I really enjoy doing stand up. Yeah, and uh, and and being so frustrated with with the work I was doing, or the auditions I was going on uh-huh. for television and and film and stuff. Um, my 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 overall attitude towards everything I was doing was suffering. So mm-hmm. my stand up was suffering. So by not by taking the break. It it made it way easier for me just to go. No, I like doing stand up. Right. So that's what I was doing. That's the, that's the joy that you're getting. Like at the end of the day, that's what you'd like to be doing the most. Yeah. Out of all of them, that makes sense. I mean, you know, well, in it's, terms it's, of, in terms it's of the being one thing. It's the one thing of those three mm-hmm. that I wouldn't drop. Right. No, that's totally true. 
I have, regardless no, I have no aspirations. Of, regardless, of regardless of my situation, <laughs> like if I got a great gig, if I got a great voice gig, if I mm-hmm. if if I get you know the Homer Simpson gig, right? I'd still have to do stand up just as an outlet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I drive everybody around me bonkers if I wasn't doing stand up, <laughs> right? Just because I need I need I need you know mm-hmm. three four hours a week, right? Where I'm just you know unloading it. But here's the thing: I mean, like unless you're doing like stage acting you're always going to be able to squeeze that stuff in. Like, cause there's always going to be like production time that, you know, you're going to have is okay. So I'm in the studio at this time, these particular days, you're still going to be able to sneak out and go do the stand up that you want oh, yeah, to do. Yeah, you yeah, need yeah, to do. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Stand up I mean, generally happens when nothing else is going on. Exactly. There's always going to be room for it. Always going to be time. And that's going to yeah. be, that's going to be our, now to, to, I want to get back to this, this taxi cheese thing where you just walk around and you were actually able to be a comic. Did they actually, go through the entire writing process of this thing and say these are these are the points you need to hit or like did they just say get a comic and a cab like um, how did, how did, did that go they did at the time they did a series of if they were doing hidden camera cheese commercials mm-hmm. and um all these different situations uh where somebody might be and they tried to put <laughs> cheese into this situation so they did one at like <laughs> they, an art, they did one at like an art gallery they did one mm-hmm. um um, uh, in a restaurant. Yeah. Where um, are you going to get cheese in a restaurant? Come on. Well, no, That's but like the, one of the restaurant was like, you're eating the other person's sandwich and, uh-huh. and it was just very hard to create it with, um, a lot of the situations didn't have, they had strangers in them, but mm-hmm. uh, so you could do the interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, uh, when I went to the audition, they said, you know, okay, you're driving a taxi and, and, and talk, um, but cheese heavy. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're, you're. So we're talking cheddars. So, so I sat there <laughs> and, and, and I was lucky because there was, they had the, they had us do the auditions in, in, with two people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I had somebody sitting behind me, um, who was throwing some stuff back. Not right. a lot, but throwing some stuff back, which gives you the opportunity to think mm-hmm. for a second, to react to something. And, and really all I did is I just rambled on incessantly like a cab right. driver would. Yeah. Talking about cheese, uh-huh. and and I and I rambled on for about ten minutes, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know I stopped. Like I looked at the director and said, "So you know, is that enough? Because yeah. I don't know how long I'm going to be able to physically talk about uh-huh. cheese right now today." Yeah, <laughs> I really didn't bone up on this, <laughs> and 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 so and you know, and he was happy, and 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 that's what it was. It came down to you know, can you just interact with people, um, be somewhat entertaining without yeah. making them feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's what being a comedian is. What do yeah. I got to do to put you into a, into a laugh today? Yeah. And generally speaking, you know, if you're selling anybody anything, you got to relax them a little bit mm-hmm. and sell it to them. Yeah. They, uh, I've, I've been in one of those situations where we went in and there was like one line. So we just figure, okay, they just want to, uh, they just want to see, they want to see the, the body type, the, the look of the person and just go, okay, yep, fine. Yes, no, figured, tick the box and that's it. And no, we were in there for like 15 minutes improving scenes. Yeah. For like a feature. I'm like, and that was the first time I've ever kind of seen that sort of thing. It's like, you want us to improvise? Yeah. Okay. And I'm against a guy who's got like tons of credits. And they just look at mine and go, so you've done stand up in Whitby. Okay. Good. Go at it. And, uh, you know, it was fun. I mean, like, is it, but it's, it's weird when you're in, like in that improvised uh, studio where you've just got like maybe two, three production people, nothing really to go against. But other if than you're, that one guy. if you're, if you're in that room. Mm hmm. You've got just as much of a chance as anybody else in that room oh, to get yeah. that part. Yeah. The, the, seriously, the resume means nothing. If if you can make the guy with the resume look like the guy without the resume, mm-hmm. you're golden. Yeah. Because I, people are like, well, this guy is great, and we can pay him the minimum. Way less. <laughs> <laughs> What's below scale? Because, because yeah. that's not the director's decision. Yeah. But that's the producer's decision. Mm-hmm. And the producer's the guy you gotta, the, the, you know, don't kiss the director's ass. If the yeah. producer loves you, you're in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's true. Sorry, Ben Affleck, we can't use it. We have this comic who's played Whitby. And uh, that's how it goes. Well, I mean, there are other things that come <laughs> into play. But within our market, yeah. nobody, you're going to be going up, up against nobody that they're putting into something. Because they have name draw. So, okay. So speaking of this. We're all nameless. Yeah, completely. Well, me especially. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I have is three letters. The That's guy it. from The Thing. Yes. You know The Thing. The Thing. You at least have a have a pastry. I got nothing. 
Oh yeah, I got nothing. Yeah. I got <laughs> you can I have, have it. I have yet to have people recognize <laughs> my yours. voice from everything. I've you know, never actually eaten a Pillsbury toaster strudel. I'm yeah. sure it's a wonderful product, and yeah. I heartily endorse it as yeah. I have in the past. <laughs> but uh, I've never had one, and I don't think I will. Just kind of now really? because I haven't. Because people ask me, you know, oh, did you get to eat a lot of them during the shoot of mm-hmm. that? No, they they had ribs. <laughs> It was it was a television commercial set. I was eating ribs all day. <laughs> it was awesome. Did you walk into the wrong studio? Was that no. the problem? <laughs> the strudels, they're all painted with shellac and whatnot. Right. So, yeah. You know, I'm not eating that stuff. Uh-huh. They they painted frosting on my face with a tiny little makeup. I was going to say, they, I, I imagine that was all And then they took stuff. Polaroid pictures of it so that they could get it right after lunch mm-hmm. of ribs. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's easy. At that point, it would be easy to ad, to adhesively stick the... Uh, the, the yeah, they just paint your face, with, paint paint with, your face with frosting. Yeah. Here we go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look hungry. I, was fi- I, was, I finally actually was in a commercial where I actually got to eat the thing that the commercial was for, and it was Frosted Flakes. Really? It's like, yeah, they had like a little bowl of them, and like part of the thing was, yeah, I'm playing, I'm, I'm getting into daddy roles now. Yes. So, uh, so it's like me and a kid, and we're, you know, uh, having the breakfast in the morning. So we're just like kind of eating them cold out of the bowl and stuff like that, and improving with a five year old. That's fantastic. Let me say, <laughs> then you know what the word yes is, let alone the yes hand. So that was fine. But no, the kid was great. Uh, we, uh, fumbled our way through it, and we ate some, uh, we ate some, uh, tiger flakes. It was great. Yeah. Fantastic. Free cereal. It is. Yeah. I wish I brought more, actually. I wish I wish I'd been like uh, the, the only piece spot. of swag I actually got out of that whole thing is I is, is I made them send me a a, a t shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I asked the Pillsbury representative if he could, if he could send me a t shirt with a picture of the doughboy on it. Right, and uh, and he did. Uh huh. <laughs> I have uh I have Pillsbury doughboy oven mitts. At home. That's my my only bit of swag, and they've been with me for years. And my girlfriend's like, we're gonna get rid of those, and I go, fuck, we are. No, we're not. Pillsbury Doughboy stays. And they'll be a, hanging on the wall of the studio when you move. Exactly, probably. They'll be yeah. framed up there. It's just like, so you lost that battle. Shut up, Darcy. Um, hey, speaking of speaking of resumes, because I saw this, and I thought this was kind of a cool thing. Firstly. Okay. Um, on my resume? On your resume. All certainly right. not mine. Uh, you did uh, the, one, I think, is a, is a lesser thing, but one I just want some explanation on. First of all, uh, Sue Thomas, FBI. Yes. FBI, the deaf woman. Yeah, how was that? What, what was the role that you played in that, and how did you how did you land that that sort of thing? Uh, I played. Um, oh, I forget the character's name. Oh no, <laughs> I can't. Remember. I played a guy, a local fella, okay, who found a briefcase full of money, right, and then and then worked undercover with the FBI mm-hmm. and and their crew to um, find the terrorists. A uh, plane crashed. I found the money, right. Terrorists were you just had me walk by the line. crash site and, oh, look. Yeah, I'm like the slack-jawed <laughs> yokel who found the uh, <laughs> big pile of money. Right. It was fun. Very nice. Now, how, like, like uh, over the course of the episode, were you talking, like, a lot of lines? Were you a, f- a fairly big principal in that one? Or Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, I was, like, you know, the, 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 the main guest mm-hmm. character because I was... Um, or I guess one of them, right? Uh, to be honest with you, I haven't seen the episode. <laughs> My grandmother has seen it numerous times, and oh, yeah? she enjoys it very much. And and that was actually I was on a huge uh, Atkins crazy carbo run mm-hmm. at the time, and and that was actually at my lowest weight point. Mm-hmm. I filmed that. So uh, if you want to see what Chuck Byrne looks like when he cares, <laughs> and nice. is eating nothing watch but that, meat and protein, watch Sue Thomas FBI. Nice. Yeah. That is such a, a parent show. Have you noticed that? That's like yeah, my parents. Well, it's would also watch that. it's also time of day. Yeah, it was on like Saturday afternoon, early mm-hmm. evening, and it was on at a, at a time where people, yeah, who you know, well, it's getting kind of hot this afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> let's go into the house. Exactly. Uh, so th- that's on my mom's list. So yeah. she's probably seen you. Um, I'll let you know what the reviews are like. Okay. Um, uh, my mom's also a big Jag fan. I, I haven't been on. That Jag. is uh, Don Johnson, I believe, is Jag. Is that right? Don Johnson. No, Don no, Johnson? no, no, no. Mark Harmon is... No, 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 no that's no, no, NCIS, no. which is another one of her big ones. Well, that was a spinoff of Jack. Is it, was it? Yeah, there was a crossover episode oh, like, where they started the series. Oh, crying out loud. I, so like the I, Jeffersons? I, I can actually watch those. <laughs> I like the Jeffersons. The Jeffersons? Yeah. Like the Jeffersons. yeah. 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 And then, uh, I like the idea of moving on up. To the east side. Either side. Huh? Yeah, as long as I'm moving up. <laughs> up? Either side. East, west, I whatever. Know, I, think, I think you want to be on the east side. Uh, I am on the east side now. I just moved. You? I just moved. Where, to the where are you living now? Uh, well, I, I don't know if I want everybody. No, well, what neighborhood? In the can, neighborhood uh, on the Danforth. Very nice. I'm on the east end of mm-hmm. Danforth. Yeah, like far east. Are we talking like like? I'm Greenland, still in Woodland? Toronto. Okay. 
not Pickering or something like that. No, no, no. I'm still okay. in Toronto. Very nice. Just. I just moved. Ah. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Google map it quickly. Yeah. Um, the uh, one of the things, uh, the, the other thing on your on your resume that kind of picked me up, and I, I saw the picture of you. It's you with Tony Shalhoub, but it says in that that you're playing yourself. What was that project? Because it was of Monk. That was that was um, another project where um, they. Uh, I, it was just I would play a stand up comic. Okay. Mm. So they brought a bunch of comics in, um, and uh, Andy Ackerman was the the writer of that episode he's he did a bunch of seinfeld stuff as well right um mm. oh i got the vapors <laughs> um, it is warm up here i gotta apologize no, i get burping that's okay why. that's I fine got, that's my uh, was it, was that protect va- me i got the vapors Sorry, i'm i'm way uneducated is, it, is that what the vapors meant when when ladies in the deep south were saying oh i got the vapors they were saying oh, they, i have they, no they idea what they were talking no about. i just i just when i burp i sit okay i, I do my because that made sense to me for a second i was moment. like oh maybe that's the bottom of that all right i was talking no? okay i know i just i just <laughs> we had to spun off wow goodness me what anyway. the hell was i talking about tony Shalou, <laughs> no monk oh monk okay yes i thrifted it in there yeah so i went in for the audition i went in for the audition of that and basically they said um I mean, the scene is you're a stand-up comic. Um, the the um, his assistant is there with like a date watching the show, mm-hmm. and uh, you're kind of ripping on people in the audience. And then he comes in to talk to her, or he comes into the bar, and then I recognize him because I saw him on the beach or whatever. But basically, they just wanted me initially to um, uh, do your rip, act. rip, rip on. No, not really do my act. Um, do a do a line or two, and mm-hmm. uh, just kind of riff a line or two. And I was talking about how hot it was, and right? Blah, blah, blah. And then and then uh, and then you get into it with him, mm-hmm. uh, and they just had you do that in the audition. Tony Shalhoub wasn't there, but mm-hmm. there were some guys, you know, or you talked to a chair. Right? Yeah. I don't remember <laughs> the situation, but it's not that often happens. All right, so we're gonna chair. we're gonna leave this lump of, of beanbag here on the floor, All right. and and that's the star of the show. So mm-hmm. be very respectful of the bag. <laughs> Please. And, uh, Don't take the beanbag chairs, and, chair. and you're going to go after that. And then, um, uh, yeah. So I got it, and and I didn't know at the time. I thought my my credit was going to be stand up comic. I didn't right. know that they were going to let me play myself uh-huh. and credit me that way, which was great because it you know shows up on the internet, obviously. Yeah, it does. And um, uh, yeah, and then on the day, it was basically just me kind of mm-hmm. zip 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 zip. Right. And then we shot shot it a couple of ways mm-hmm. with me kind of. Bugging them and bada bing, bada boom. Now, okay, so when when they go through the credits, essentially, okay. essentially, Andy Ackerman, the guy who cast me in the role, said to me, um, he goes, "You walked into the audition, and I was looking for a stand-up comic, and you were the most stand-up comic guy that was there, right? <laughs> because I knew, I mean, I didn't do my show, right? I did what most people think stand-up comedy is, uh-huh. which right. is some guy walking out in a suit and going, "Hey, nice shirt, yeah." <laughs> that's what they were looking for. Yeah. So, so it's like like the insult comedy like kind of cat's That's Gilly that's what it was. Well, cuz the whole scene was premised upon the fact that I was then going to go over to the to the main character. Right. And 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 then at one point have him on stage mm-hmm. and 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 just essentially rip him and reinforce his character cuz I rip right. him basically about all his OCD and how mm-hmm. he needs everything neat and mm-hmm. and that was the point is 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 I'm ripping on him and I'm also cuz it was I think the first season still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, I just reinforced the character the whole time. Right, right. Now, normally, like, when they were casting, like, things like that, they'll go with, like, you know, Skippy, you know, Meterman or something like that. Like, they'll call it, like, a, like a Catskills comic-y type Yeah, name, but they were shooting, they shot that first season of Monk because they were still on USA Network. They shot right. that in Toronto. Uh-huh. So, they didn't have any kind of, they didn't have a network deal yet. They didn't have any kind of network money. <laughs> so, they can't, so they can't I got, pay, got to think of on, a name. On, you know. on the, the first day, the, 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 well, the only day I was shooting there um, for that. Uh, that's the day they got the announcement that the network had picked them up. ABC mm-hmm. had picked them up, which made the show huge because now it's nationwide. Then I right. think eventually it went back to USA. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, that's what and and the episode I did was actually the first one that aired on ABC. That's cool. It's awesome. Very cool. Now and when, with... and, and really resulted in very little. <laughs> <laughs> You're here. You got a Guinness. Uh, We're exactly. Having I'm, a nice I'm chat. Talking talking about my career on the internet. Now here's the here's the question though. Like when when they're saying like you know Chuck Byrne as himself, 
are you worried that people would see this and now go, oh, I know what this guy's all about. He's very kind of Catskills, a hacky. Maybe, maybe they come down. If they to type see my that. name in, if they type my name in on the internet, mm-hmm. they'll be able to find my videos and find out what I do. Right. Not against that show. No, it's I think, and, and all my shows are a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it depends, you know, like if I'm doing a, a corporate show or something like that, right. they, they tend to be generally a little more yeah, the same because yeah. they're more material based, okay. uh, or at least they, the majority of them are. Yeah. Um, just cause the corporate crowd doesn't always just let you yeah. go. Let's, uh, okay. So let's, uh, let's talk about that. We'll come back. Uh, we'll take a quick break and, uh, we got a couple of segments. We'll talk about more, uh, more of your stand up okay. outside of all this stuff. Uh, you're listening to the TV podcast episode. One. I don't know what happened there. It's <laughs> tripping on my tongue right now. Take a break. Oh my God. 190. We'll be back after this. This is John Hastings, and when I'm listening to podcasts, I always listen to the TVA podcast, which is good, because that's what you're listening to right now. Thanks very much. Hey there, folks. We're back with episode 190 of, uh, I guess it's now the Cobcast, uh, because I've got a fat tongue. There we go. Lend us your ears. That's all I'm saying. Uh, we are here, episode 190. We got the uh, face smack over there from Ian Atlas. That's a pleasure. Uh, that's exactly why I said that, by the way. Yeah. That's it. What's, what's going to be the name of your... your Tuesday night disaster show. Oh, the Tuesday night uh, late show. The facepalm comedy. The facepalm comedy. Because That's what awesome. you said was too stupid for words. Yes. <laughs> facepalm. Uh, Darcy's here. Hey, how are you? Great. And uh, we got Chuck Byrne back. Yay. Meter is fed. Meter's fed. Got another Guinness in front of you. I do. Happy to have you back. Thank you. Happy to have you back. Um, before, okay, so before we get into the segments, I did want to uh, close the Tony Shalhoub loop because um, uh, working f- working with him. Has mm-hmm. got to be has got to be interesting, especially if he's if he's got his monk uh, chops going. Um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't see him much before we were, we uh, shot our scenes. Um, afterwards, you know, he came up, said hello. Mm-hmm. We we talked for a minute, um, and that was that. Mm-hmm. He was certainly nice, but uh, we we didn't become best friends, <laughs> which was. Um, Kicking his ass on the squash ladder. That's good. I guess a little disappointing not to become his best friend right away, <laughs> especially since, uh, you know, the network picked up the show. Right. You know, you figure it'd probably be good just to be standing next to him. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, um, just one of those guys that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I got one degree of separation. Right. Yeah. And now that opens you up to a whole host of others. Now you're at least two to three on uh, on so many other actors. Oh yeah. yeah, I was still pretty good on the Kevin Bacon because I worked with uh, what was my what's my Kevin Bacon? Um, oh, I can't remember. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. Well, well how you, many? You're already on the internet, right? Right. B Y R N, and then uh, <laughs> there you go. Email it to me at chuckburn.com. Didn't there used to be a website where you could punch in uh, like an actor's still name, so and then do it for you? and then would do it for you, and it would it would it would do the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Oh, that was wow! So, that is just that was horrifying. so wonderful. That was so, so wonderful time to build that. Those days, those are the halcyon days. It's probably an Apple, uh, like an iPhone app now. Probably <laughs> the Kevin Bacon uh, a what phone app? app? iPhone. iPhone. I am unfamiliar with that product. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get. Who one is now. this Apple you speak of? <laughs> what? Steve? Who? What? <laughs> Jobs, nothing. Anyway, uh, let's all box it up. Let's do this. Let's right. uh, let's uh, get this. You've you've come with notes. This I find notes the goddamn phone book. I know. It's it, I uh, I bought a new printer. Uh, you don't say. <laughs> so, and then I realized I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to print anything except like boarding passes and stuff. So I right. make so you might as well it. fire it up. So yeah. you brought six. But pages once you get of, that iPhone, then pfft, no yeah, more of that. That's right. Yeah. The iPad, great for everything but printing yes. and doing one thing at a time. All right. All right. Before I begin, I want to just ask Ian about uh, Nerdgasm. How yeah, happens. let's do that. Um, you had your Nerdgasm shows. Yeah, it was out a great time the, on uh, Saturday. And out at the old Center of Gravity Theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, how is that as a venue? It was nice. Yeah? Well, Darcy, what do you think of it as a venue? Echoey. Little too live. It's, it, strikes, it strikes me from what I've heard, because they do like a lot of clown and a lot of acrobatics and yeah, stuff like that, it would be sort of like a big... Have you done that room? No. The Center of Gravity? I haven't either. It's a bit of a so. high ceiling, because they do do the trapeze school and everything else, but they do have the nice big stage. Mm-hmm. Um the tech guys are generally on top of it. They had, we had a few equipment problems, but they managed to sort those out. Mm-hmm. But really supportive. They were great to work with, and we'd go back. I nice. like I liked how the chairs were set up. If I may comment on that, <laughs> which means a lot to the you know listener. What's, you know what's really interesting is 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 how the chairs are set up. Yeah. Yes, is actually one of the most important things at a comedy show. It there is. There you go. Almost honestly, almost as important as who's on that comedy show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mediocre, uh, mediocre show can be made great 
with good seating. Mm-hmm. And a great show can be made quickly mediocre by poor seating. Mm-hmm. The, uh, I would say there's three things actually you need. Not just the seating, uh, appropriate sound, and appropriate lighting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we had all those things that were plus a phenomenal lineup of comedians. Mm-hmm. So. The producer's kind of a dick, but you know we, we put up with him. <laughs> Who was the producer? Uh, some guy, Phil, I think his name is. It was you, you jackass. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, I'm glad it was a success, so yep. it's, it's going to be uh, good to go again. Yep, we're looking forward to having you back on it, Tom. All right, I'll have to shave because I don't want the whiskers poking through the Rorschach mask. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'll tell jokes out loud. <laughs> <laughs> How's your nerd comedy? Is it good? Do I have to talk about being a nerd? It's called nerdgasm, so it would, it would generally. It helps. tends to be a theme for the show, yeah. Uh, like any kind of nerd, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I can be, I can be like a, like a marijuana nerd. Yeah, oh. Mike Wilmot's a music nerd, so I'm, mm-hmm. curious, I'm very curious to see that. Very eager to see that. I could be yeah. an American politics nerd. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Okay, you just so you're using nerd as like a, 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 a substitute for know-it-all. Um, no, it's just generally it's a uh, how it works. I mean. Nerds kind of run the gamut. You have your standard comic book, Star Wars, Batman nerds, but then you've also got like your hardcore music nerds, like my uh, fellow across the table here, mm-hmm. Mr. Van Allen. Who knows <laughs> oh, about. so it's just got to be something you, you – I could be a TV nerd then because I – like yeah. it's just something you, 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 you enjoy. He was, he was a nerd in band. so It's he, like he, a – okay. So it's like a hobby nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And or lifestyle nerd. Exactly, but it also has to be appealing to nerd. the nerds that are in the crowd, too. Mm-hmm. So if it's too niche, like some guys go way too far with the video game stuff, like Call of Duty 2. It's just like, yes, I, I get that you've spent 80 hours this mm-hmm. week playing it, but okay. the rest of us haven't. Right. Could I be a fast food nerd? Uh-huh. I would be curious to see how you could nerd up fast food. Oh, I could see that. I could totally see that happen. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. yeah. Compare and contrast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Compare and contrast right there. The I get the feeling you've the written this essay. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying. You know, I, I, I spent a, a fairly long binging and purging. So <laughs> I'm, I'm good to go gigs. on the fast food nerd. So you're yeah. a bulimia nerd. No, 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 no. No, no. I, I either, um, I, I, I'm always consuming mm-hmm. in large quantities. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm consuming changes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I don't consider it binging if, if you're going to eat a massive bowl of salad. Yeah. I don't, I don't really consider that a binge. I did that last night, though. Because usually when I'm eating like that, I'm, I'm doing myself a huge yeah. favor. Ah, uh, no. I did myself no favors last night. It was Chinese food. I went back. For oh that. yeah, yeah, I went yeah, back yeah. for that second plate, and I had no business doing my, that at my, all. My my favorite thing to eat is a bag of cheeseburgers. A, what? a bag of cheeseburgers? How do you get a bag? Oh, you mean like a takeaway bag of get like... a bag, fill it with cheeseburgers, <laughs> eat it, bring it to my house, and let's let's have a conversation. So you go to, you go to McDonald's and say, "I'll have your bag of cheeseburgers," and then you walk away. Bag of cheeseburgers. Me. How many is in that? How many? Yeah, how many? It is depends. In the it depends where I am emotionally. <laughs> I thought I thought we we're gonna go geographically. No, you know, if I'm in Sudbury, well, no. that's a big bag. It does also depend where I am geographically because the cheeseburgers vary greatly geographically. Yeah, yeah. I, I could be a cheeseburger nerd. Well, I can yeah. see how this goes. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Forget Tony Shalhoub. Let's go. Okay, so into the here we go. Apparently, we're doing test screenings now. Well, okay, because some cities, because you know, with the comic lifestyle, generally speaking, I like to eat late. Now, I will eat during the day, mm-hmm. but I am going to have a meal, um, most probably on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night, sometime around midnight to yep. three a.m. I'm yep. going to be eating something, uh, and 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 your choices usually at that time are fairly limited to garbage, and so I'll eat cheeseburgers if I can get them. <laughs> Ottawa. <laughs> Good town for a delivery late night cheeseburger. Yeah. Right? Where, okay. From where? Where do you go? Uh, Bronson Pizza. Yeah. It's not fancy. Nope. It's it's uh, but uh, it's 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 a cheeseburger. And they bring a cheeseburger and they bring it to you. Yeah. And their poutine's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Gananoque is Greco's, uh, by the way. And they and, and, and they also have a wide enough menu that if you're dealing with other people, everybody else will be happy. You can get your pizza. You can get your subs. Mm-hmm. You can get your chicken nugget. Whatever we call it. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, you're garbage, and then I can get my goddamn cheeseburgers. All right? <laughs> in a three, bag, sir. Send me in three bacon bag. cheeseburgers with no mustard. Let me make it clear. If there's mustard, no mustard. on any of these cheeseburgers, <laughs> it's your ass. <laughs> you don't you don't drive on the mustard? The French is, mustard, I can understand. Mustard is everything I hate about the French people in paste form. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just French as mustard. There are other no, mustards I, there. are. There. Hey, you know what? There are exceptions to every rule. Cover mm-hmm. a leg of lamb with Dijon mustard and mm-hmm. put it in the oven for four and a half hours and roast it delicately. I will eat most of it. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> Except for the mustard part. No, no, I'll eat that because because it's you leave but, the but, bone. But mustard, mustard as mustard as 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 any elementary school child knows it uh-huh. is is horrible. No, it is not. I'm gonna well, not for you. you no, not exactly. for you. It's a question of taste. I also don't suck yeah. dick. But there's plenty of people out there who do. And Maybe they, you can put and mustard on it. You didn't enjoy it. rave about it. And I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to bad talk these, those people right. because I very much enjoy it when when people suck my dick. Okay. So so <laughs> the more mustard, me not having right. mustard ensures more mustard for everyone. Now here's a question. I love when, how we've dirtied it up at no, the, in the second here's half. A question. The first half was all very clean. When someone comes I come over, on late in the show. I know. Right. When someone up. comes on to suck the dick, do you provide a condiment? Because that might jazz it up. Oh, hey, I put parsley it on it, Todd. No, I'm not. No, that's a garnish. You put that at the side. That's to clean the breath afterwards. I mean, I mean I'm not going to get into action. In a brunch situation, it's a slice of cantaloupe. You know, yeah. Let me just say there's 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 eleven herbs and spices. Okay. And beyond that, I'm really not Don't able deep to tell fry you. It. Do not. No, I'm not allowed to get into any more. <laughs> right. more, more uh, we need to step back from all that. Right. Welcome right. to Cock Talk. Yeah. <laughs> We've done it again. This is two episodes in a row. All right. Anyway. All right. Who so was here last time? John, uh, Hastings. John Hastings. Oh yeah. It's all. And it's all. It, it, it's it all, all with that kid. Yeah. The Montreal one, not the gay one. There's two John. <laughs> he knew what you oh. meant. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I I worked with John um, last week. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Whereabouts? Hey, hey. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. We're talking about <laughs> right, hamburgers. Soapbox. I apologize. I shiny, apologize. shiny over here. Right, mustard. Got it. Okay, what? The All woods. Right. <laughs> we were working out in the woods somewhere. <laughs> Some community center out in the woods. All right, so uh, this has been talked about on a lot of comedy blogs and uh, mm-hmm. on Facebook. Uh, it's probably been done to death on podcasts this week, too, so let's pile on. Uh, Might as well get our piece. Michael Jackson? We're going to talk about, uh, yeah, Tiger Woods. <laughs> no. uh, oh, I heard about him. No, okay. Uh, Nick Madsen. Mm-hmm. All right. Nick, Nick. Yep. This asshat uh, stole a bunch of jokes from uh, Patton Oswalt. Mm-hmm. And Louis C.K. and David Tell. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but uh, someone had, had filmed it like when he was on stage and then cut I, together a compilation. Okay, okay but wh- wh- where was he on stage? He was at a theater gig. Yes. Yeah. Big theater gig with a bunch of friends. One of his friends taped it. Okay, no, 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 but he was at a big theater gig. Like, like this, this isn't, this is a, I, I don't know the name. Yeah. So I'm just wondering in terms of like, where is this guy sitting in terms of his comedy career? Is uh, he a he, guy? He's starting out. He's he's starting out. Well, well, there you go. I mean, he's done with. Now. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> hope you had a good he's, run. He's starting out, so, and yeah. So Patton wrote a couple uh, blog posts about it, and it got it went everywhere. Right. And uh, and so my question for you, Todd, is now, what does this guy do? Is it like? Uh, like Chuck says, is he done for? Is oh, he's done. I yeah. see he's a name done. changes. Well, all right, what would you do then? Well, if, no, if no, no, no. He's not done. He's not done. All right. Todd gets one minute. I get one, sorry, I get, well, I get one minute to, to, tell to me prove he's a point. Done, and then, then you get to if, tell me. If, if it was you, how would you uh, rescue yourself there? How would I rescue myself? Well, first of all, I wouldn't have thought about going into... Uh, first of all, okay, he had, if I'm not mistaken, the word comedian on his website as like a dancer, actor, comedian. I believe that was what you originally had cashed. Comedian was the last. Com- comedian was the last. Don't forget singer. Right, and singer. Okay, so he does a nice soft shoe. So uh, he made uh, what I thought was a very calculated rookie mistake in that he was uh, going out and big balling and grabbing a whole bunch of bits from a lot of established comics, which admittedly a lot of people do uh, when they first start out and then are immediately smacked down by uh, peers in that room that night and go, don't you ever fucking do that again. That's horrible. Boom, 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 boom. So then he would learn that. Um, he has got a lot of reparations, I would say, that he has got to make right now. Uh, first of all, the guy, he's actually tried to apologize to Patton and that was dismissed uh, because the information that he was feeding Patton was all lies. Saying, yes. you know, it was, oh, this is a fundraiser. No, it wasn't. Uh, in fact, the theater's been doing really well. Oh, you know, it was just for a few friends. No, it was for a huge theater. So uh, he's he's done that sort of jackassery right off the top so it doesn't even his apology doesn't even start with the comedy stuff he's got to start writing eventually he has actually got to make reparations i would say don't even think of hitting the stage for at least a year uh and then you know start working so on that's your what act. you would do if, if if you had done this if i had done this and okay. i don't i don't know what sort of horse tranquilizers i would have needed to have been on to do this uh i myself i would have like step off that's okay i've obviously uh done this i wait i would let it die down for at least a year and then right. and then deal let's with take it. it around the table then. all right is this guy done how do you do <laughs> the material well. killed but it was, no, no, no. Did, yeah. it was how, good. Did, did he kill no <laughs> i think he got like an average response his timing was all right. off right. Right. He, you he, know like because i've 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 been standing in the back of the club and watched and watched people um do my jokes as they're about to bring me up 
I've, 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 I've been there when it's happened. And, and, uh, and usually what I do, because especially if it's, you know, I tell a lot of stories and longer stuff in my act. Um, um, nobody ever tells the story as well as the guy that actually got hit in the head by the coconut. Yeah. Um, maybe the guy who was standing behind him, but then it's his story too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, if it's not your story, you're never going to tell it as well. And often what I'll do is I'll just do the joke. I'll do it later on in my set. Yeah. And, and I'll do it the way it's supposed to be done. What bothers me is you watch somebody do your joke Mm -hmm. and they don't kill with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how offensive is that? Now, it's also very reassuring that, you know, I'm the only guy that can tell my joke yeah. and mm-hmm. get the response I want to get from it. And and Patton Oswald has no fear that Nick name Madsen. I name I can't remember because it was the first time I ever heard it guy. Mm-hmm. Nick um, Madsen. Yeah, did his joke. Now, Nick all of a sudden locally is both is both uh, a villain and a hero. Because everybody's talking about him yeah. mm-hmm. and his local theater and his local scene. Um, what he does as a comic, I find I very rarely run into a guy that does this. And there are people that do this a lot. Mm-hmm. There are people that show up on amateur night and they do eight minutes of Eddie Murphy's Delirious. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what? They, they are, they're, they're jokes. Mm-hmm. And, and their perception of what a comedian is is a guy who tells jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it doesn't matter where you get the jokes from. As long as you're telling jokes, right? That's it's the live moment. Now he's not a, most likely going to be a guy that's ever going to be a comedian mm-hmm. because nobody's nobody's booking a guy doing somebody else's act. Right? No, so well, he's dancing know, now. So <laughs> I think his best bet long term is to write a song about it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and Book sing a poetry that song. Perhaps? Sing that song from the mountaintops. Yeah, yeah. Do a well, dance. He is. In I Denver, stole Patton so. Oswalt's life. There's a go. There's your there's your album cover right there. What? I stole Patton Oswald's life. But yeah. this I mean, and take take advantage of the fact that everybody is talking about it. We're talking about mm-hmm. it right here. Take advantage of that. Um, make your life about apology. See Nick Madsen <laughs> on the, next, <laughs> the next season of Dancing with the Stars. That's yeah. what we'll see but, him next. But really, really, you know, like his apology is I'm sure rejected because you know what? I'd take apology from a comedian. You know, I, I, I lived with Johnny Garthouse when we were first starting out and I used to come back from gigs and I'd tell him I did. I did your hurricane bit tonight because I was fresh out of material. Yeah. I had nothing. I just didn't have enough jokes <laughs> to get through the show. Yeah. that's what this guy's problem is. He doesn't have he doesn't have jokes that he yeah. can get through a show with. Right. Um, and and he had times where he was doing you know bits of mine. Yeah. Um, and that was just you know, but we were friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were living together. Uh, and yeah, maybe it wasn't that way. <laughs> but uh maybe he took a swing at you I'm, we aren't I'm, gonna be told i'm just i'm just saying you know paint your own picture yeah. paint your own picture that's the beauty of radio yeah <laughs> but you, but i i think he's just he's just disregarded as a serious topic comedically yeah no i, and, I mean uh the fact that you know i'm sure there's plenty of people out there going jesus i wish everybody was talking about me i'll steal somebody's joke if everybody will say my name mm-hmm but the the beautiful but this is part like a, was the beautiful. knock knock. <laughs> I heard one of the best knock knock jokes I can even think of of what it was, uh, like what Must other podcast it was out Sounds there. It was, yeah, no, it was from the Nerdist. Todd. It was from the Nerdist. Actually, it was a, an old episode of the Nerdist, and uh, I think it was um, uh, Drew episode. Carey. It was Drew Carey that was on, and he goes, uh, "The joke is knock knock. Who's there? Uh, ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Who? That show business." <laughs> I think that's a great ad joke. Uh, hats off there. Anyway. What, what, how can you possibly shit on Ben Stiller? The guy's printing money all over the It was the, the uh, first name that came to my head. He oh, was just okay. talking. We were just right. talking about him earlier today. It was Steve Gutenberg was actually the, uh, the reference. Steve Gutenberg, made, so yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. That's look good. up, uh, look up uh, uh, the clip with my Jewish friend Noah, Chuck Byrne, YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I actually slag on Steve Gutenberg. Do you? In that piece. <laughs> Very nice. It's just, yeah, it's, take it, it's Steve. not only is Steve kind of a good target. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Steve had, I mean, he had a great I, run. I don't know what he's doing currently. He had a great run. But Steve Gutenberg was in a lot of really good big movies that mm-hmm. I very much enjoyed watching. Um, but, you know, and you're out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the beauty of show business is, and, and the same for Buddy who's doing Patton Oswald's act, is, is, is show business has um, either a five or a ten year half-life. Mm-hmm. Um, in that if everybody knows your name once, in five or ten years, they're happy to know it again. Yeah. Because uh, there's enough people out there that their life was good five or ten years ago mm-hmm. that they want to reminisce about it. Yep. <laughs> right? Yep. 
I pity the fool that doesn't remember Mr. T's coming back. Sorry, I pity the fool. I pity the fool that doesn't remember Mr. T. He'll be back again. Right. You know the uh, you've it's heard the, nature the of show business. You've heard they the five stages of uh, of an actor's career. Have you heard that? Have you heard oh, this? I one? don't want to find out. I'm in denial. No, no, no. It's, th- th- this is it. It's, it's, it breaks down to five uh, key points. Uh, first, uh, the first stage. Who's Chuck Byrne? Second oh, stage. I'm still figuring that one. Second out. Second stage. Get me Chuck Byrne. Third stage. Get me a Chuck Byrne type. <laughs> stage four. Get me a young Chuck Byrne. <laughs> stage five. Who's Chuck Byrne? Right. That's that. <laughs> that comes right back to it. Um, I will say this. So hang on. Where am okay. I? Where are you? <laughs> who is Ch- I'm still. I would say who Chuck, is Burn Chuck type. Burn. I would say you're I'd Chuck like Burn to type. Think, I'd like to think that I'm back to who is Chuck Burn. Yeah. But I think I'm <laughs> no. actually just at who is Chuck. No, Burn. no. I would say you're Chuck Burn type. No, comedians. Comedians. It takes. Uh, it takes uh, two mm-hmm. or fifteen years to figure out what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Now you're sitting at year sixteen. Yeah, sixteen. Mm-hmm. You know what you're doing. I know what you've I'm been, doing. Uh, you've been on... Uh, here. I've done stuff. I know what I'm doing. I, I, I work probably north of 150 nights a year. Mm-hmm. I got nothing to complain about. No, no. That's fine. That's, I mean, I, I just like the job. Yeah. Yeah. How was... Uh, okay. the, being, the being nice to people and, and, and introducing yourself. Uh-huh. Eh. Very few <laughs> worry, uh, do that, I find. Canada, that Canada is lacking a management system. Mm-hmm. Um, period. Because you got to do your own, and then you got to go out and you got to bump the palms and get on the. the what makes me that. really good that one hour a night is that for the other twenty three, <laughs> I don't have to deal with any of that. <laughs> it's just the hour. Yeah, fill the hour. Yeah, that's it. Okay, Ian. Yep. Yeah. How, we, how would you produce this guy's uh, apology or Nick yeah, back? Yeah, oh let's hear God. this. Shape him. Okay. I, first of all, I want to be in the room when you're on speakerphone talking to the guy. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, I don't yell at enough comics in my life right now. <laughs> what he's got to start doing is he's got to start doing everybody else's material as well. Yeah. Yeah. Look at square in the face and go up yours. <laughs> yeah. and call himself Ktel presents. I think. I think he should come to Canada. <laughs> I think I think Nick should come to Canada, go on tour with Guy Earl, do the uh, Pariahs of Comedy tour, and right. just go across the country, just uh, pissing off everyone left and right. Because uh-huh. really, comedically, how is anyone going to take this guy seriously ever again? No, he's, he's but, done. Like no one wants to be the first guy. Oh yeah, I'm going to put this guy for a headlining spot at my club. I won't be the first one to do that. But he mm-hmm. wasn't taking himself seriously either. Well, that was the thing. If you, nobody, you're, you're the, not he, taking it seriously unless unless um, you're interested in in what you're supposed to be doing. Right, but he's and, wanting and, to kill. And, and, he's wanting and to generally kill speaking, the first thing anybody ever tells you mm-hmm. is you got to be doing original material. You got to be doing whatever, and and yeah. and and whatever original material you write, mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet ninety percent of it when you start, somebody else has already done it. Yeah, but I mean, he could have done that like much better, and he could have got mm-hmm. away with it if he had done still something with, like steal like, from unknowns, or yeah. steal from <laughs> Chuck Byrne. Yeah, steal steal <laughs> my whole goddamn act. Nobody's seen that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but he could have just said, "Okay, here's my favorite David Attell joke." You right. know, like he could have just said, "You know, I don't right. I don't have my own material, but right. here here's my favorite." But there are nights nice, he, he picks. No, 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 really, no, 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 because he no, 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 he's also in it for the credit. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, he's up there on stage. He wants to kill with the accolades. And 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 had he done that, had he done like karaoke comedy. But he, he, he could have done that. He could have used the, the credit part of his, right. of his identity. Because we we've done shows like that here in Toronto, where it's yeah. like other people's other people's uh, uh, yeah, bits yeah. and stuff like that. I did, oh, uh, I, I, did I did Larry Miller. I That's did a bunch I did. of Winston Spear. Yeah. Had I known, had I known for fa- it was a uh, 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 Fraser Young that was hosting, I would have done his stuff. Mm-hmm. But I didn't even think of it. It's like ah, whatever. But anyway, no, he's dead to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I see a name change and a lot of fat plastic surgery. If he wants to come back to this, <laughs> he's not going to want to. He did. He did it as a life. He went up with the notes on stage and was just reading from them. Hmm. Like he he yeah, had he's, that. He's, he's not, doing. Comedy. He wasn't taking the craft seriously. He wasn't taking anything about it seriously. Well, no, it's not. I mean, it's not about the craft. I mean, yeah. there's there's. If you're going to make a living doing somebody else's act, I think most com- comics have mm-hmm. a, a pretty serious problem with that. Yeah. Right. If 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 you're somebody who's going to go up and do, and do, I mean, even though it was a theater show, it, you know, it's it's not a show show. It was it couldn't have been a professional show if other professionals were watching this guy do this going. Well, know, it was one of those was, professionals who taped him and put. But it that's up. what I mean. Yeah. yeah. But that's what I mean. Like the 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 professionals will police that because hey, what are you doing? Yeah. You're ma- you're making me look bad because I'm on the same show as you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Good point. My favorite part in all this was that when uh, people were replying to Patton's replies on his blog, yeah. that they were saying, he's doing them horribly. 
Like he's just he's doing yeah, your that's material, the problem. and it's crap. Yeah. Like no one does you like you. Like uh, getting back to the last comic standing, uh, which you were on. I'm not sure if you were on the same time as Zed Lacker. Were you on at that point or before? No, well, Zed Lacker <laughs> was on. I think a couple of times, but right. I was on with Pete. Yeah, when when that I whole when the, the whole thing show. broke out that Ant was was video blogging about about uh, the fact that Pete Zedlacker had he was accusing Ant was accusing Pete Zedlacker of stealing this bit okay. from this comic in San Francisco. They had never this, met. They had They'd the never done anything. Bit. They had the same bit. It was pretty much the same thing. But everyone agreed, and I think even uh, uh, Pete agreed that his version of it was poorer. So why – if the argument is if you're going to steal something, which he didn't, why mm. would you a crappier version of it? Right. Well, I, I mean my, my only argument there was uh, the bit was about um, fat guy goes to doctor or guy who is getting fat goes to doctor. Um, insert different ways of saying you're fat without saying you're fat. Right. And they came at it to – Kind of different angles, but mm-hmm. that's the basic premise of right. the, if you're going to break it down to ones and zeros, that's the basic mm-hmm. premise of the joke. Is yeah. that what they call a stock, that is, stock premise? Well, it's not a stock oh. premise if it's, it's if it's happened to you, if if it's something that you've been through. It's it's a hey, this happens. Everybody has to go to the doctor for the uh, not everybody, but certainly there's enough people out there with this is my experience going to the doctor. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's about finding commonality with your audience, right? And this is my take on it. Bill Cosby's got a great joke about dentists. Doesn't mean nobody else is ever allowed to talk about going to the dentist, <laughs> right? Um, my problem with with uh, Ant losing his whatever over it uh, was just that he. Um, I mean, of all the bits in the world, you're going to steal. That's not an original bit. You can't. You can't go. You stole that bit. You can go. Well, that bit's not original because this guy does that bit too, no, and just, this guy does that bit too, to and this show. guy does that bit too. Yeah. But exactly, and throw, and, throw and the candy guy under the bus yeah. because well, yeah, yeah, yeah. he became a target. I mean, um, and 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 Pete was just trying to do a joke mm-hmm. um, that does just that has mm-hmm. that commonality with the audience, yeah, right? Because that's in that format. That's exactly the key to. What you need to do, you need to strike a, a chord with as many possible people within that voting audience as you can. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you're so That's limited with what, what you can do on network TV, too, so suddenly you're chopping chunks off your act that aren't TV Well, friendly. and also, they, they're, they're going to show whatever they want to show, right? Yeah. yeah. Cut yeah. it the way they want, yeah. 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 All right. We, uh, we got another segment here. We got Tweet the Guest. We actually have a tweet. Okay. We have tweet a tweet. The tweet the Guest. Is this uh, live on the interweb? This is live on the interweb. Oh, wow. Uh, well, not this segment of it. I actually have to put this thing in airplane mode. Um, but uh, here it is. Uh, this comes all the way from New Zealand. Oh, wow. This tweet. My brother uh, lived in New Zealand for quite some time. Which I believe is in Australia. I'll have to check that out. No. Um, no. <laughs> great. No. That's exactly why no. I said that. Oh, just like no. email. That large click no. you heard the entire continent no. going you up. You call them sheep fuckers, but don't call them Australians. I'm pretty sure that the, he's the only listener that we have from New Zealand. But don't anyway, say that, Todd. Hey, there might be more go. than one person draw. by that computer. Then email it in, folks, and tell me I'm wrong, because I know I am. Anyway, this is from Robert Caddo. At Robert Caddo. And he says, ask Chuck what he's been up to since high school. Don't think I've seen him since about 1989. Do you remember Rob Caddo? Skinny guy? (laughs) (laughs) The name is familiar to me. I think what uh, Rob is asking is, uh, how you been since 1989? Let's let's pare it down that way. What was it? uh, Okay, so first of all, if you can't uh, come up with, with... the visual picture of him. First of all, he was bagging on me because I didn't check Facebook, you know, with uh, you know the the usual tenacity of a five year old that's on there right now. I don't use it that much at all, and I miss the fact that he was in. Don't crap on Facebook. I'm not. It's I'm too not. big a demographic. Or five year olds. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I apologize to our New Zealanders and our five year old listenership. Exactly. I apologize. It's bringing the world together. It is. Uh, he was actually he's a uh, uh, a uh, extra in Avatar. And I didn't know that. And this was before, this was like years ago when they were filming it down there. So I didn't even know that Avatar was going to be a movie at that point. You can just like, you can see like, uh, who's the lead in that, in Avatar? Who's the? Sam Worthington. Yeah. Okay. So they got, you got a picture of Sam taking like a drink of something in like the galley or something. And you can see Rob Caddo's face right there for like 
one second. So it's kind of cool. He was also in the in the Lord of the Rings. That's a wonderful amount of yeah. background on someone we don't know about. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's beautiful. Well, Thank you know, you I got up. I got raked over the coals for well, it today. At, so at I least, figured I would just at least, at least we know what Rob's been up to. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, he's been he's been hitting major motion pictures. Yeah, he's. Uh, I gotta say, if you're gonna be, you an know, extra, what's interesting is you know for for you know Rob there is a guy who who didn't take the showbiz track. He's he's got a better better resume than I do. Lord of the Rings and Avatar. You don't do better than that. Well, well yeah, is, you do if, you, if you're you, a screenwriter. You talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one. Th- okay. I mean, you know, it's a good paper resume. Fifty before, first dates. If you've got before one you line. get past the first title, what yeah. would what, what, you do in Avatar? <laughs> I, I there. got run over by a tent. There was a guy. Eight. There was a guy drinking coffee, yeah. and you can see my sideburns. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. kill for that role. Are you kidding me, sideburn guy? I would love to be sideburn guy. You can't be. You haven't got sideburns. Right I now. know. I don't. I, I could shave it off. All right. I could say Let's that. Wrap it up. Beard say that. It off. I could say that in production team. Um, you think all right. wants us to wrap it up. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I'm getting the uh, signal from the producer, Chuck. Uh, thank you for coming down. It's a pleasure. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, when do I get to come back? Uh, as soon as we book you back. Okay. When do you want to come back? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> he wants to ride shotgun. We know where you live. Patterson episode. Well, now that we know where you live. We'll just Google map you, and you uh, boom, there it is. Uh, your web presence: chuckburn.com. Yeah, is that B- the one? B Y R N. B Y R N. Do you tweet? Do you have a Twitter? No, no, no. You do Facebookery. I'm on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So people can yeah. add you as a friend there. That's fantastic. That. Uh, gigs coming up. This drops Friday. You got something coming uh, up that people come out and see you? Uh, yeah. Um, this weekend, which is the something. Through the something. It's Mother's Day weekend. Of May. It's Mother's Bring Day your mother down. down. Uh, I'll be in Niagara Falls at mm-hmm. uh, Casino Niagara. Uh, and then uh, next week I'm going to be at the Comedy Nest in Montreal. Fantastic. Should be fun. Great clubs. I haven't been uh, in Montreal in eight, nine years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it'll be great. Pleasure to have you down here. Right. Ian, uh, say goodbye to the fine folks. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> it's great to have you here. Uh, Darcy. See ya. Alrighty, folks. Thanks uh, for listening. Uh, leave us the feedback in the usual spots, the blog postings on HayesTVA.com or Tavinella.com, whichever you want. Go to iTunes, subscribe, leave the feedback in all the right spots. Thank you, folks. We'll talk to you next week on the TVA Podcast.